0: Recovering Fundamentalist Podcast begins in three. These podcasts <laughs> I'm podcasts. That's not like a convention of beans or peas to me. I'm
1: podcast. Listen, and these recovering fundamentalists, they don't know the Bible either. What are the fundamentals? Inerrancy, virgin birth of Jesus Christ, Amen. substitutionary atonement, Amen. bodily resurrection Amen. of Christ, and the authenticity of miracles. Too.
0: I am not a recovering
1: fundamentalist. They're everywhere. They're all over the internet. They want to be, uh, what do they call it? Recovering from fundamentalism. They're everywhere. And I think to myself, well, you were just stupid to
2: begin with. And if there's such a word, you're stupider now.
0: Well, you ain't recovering from nothing, good neighbor. We're reviving from the Holy Ghost. Somebody shame my
2: Everybody wants to focus on recovering. Oh, you're recovering. Oh, you need yeah. help. You need therapy. You're recovering. Let's focus on fundamentalist. We're recovering fundamentalism back from people who have hijacked it. We are biblical family. We are
1: the fundamentalist. Man, that'll make a Baptist want to speak in tongues right there, boys.
0: One. I'm going to tell you one thing, uh, we better stay uh, in the old paths, but what are the old paths? I've, I've, I've heard that my whole life and nobody's ever been able to tell me what the old paths or the old time religion really is because it's whatever era you mm-hmm. overly romanticize in your mind as being when the church was right.
1: Mm like it lump it pump it jump it take it across the street and dump it we've raised a generation that is ashamed of our forefathers and act like they were somehow done wrong in the way they were brought up and they were damaged and they were scarred because they were raised in a home that had standards and convictions and kept them on the old time way you got their number boys y'all thought you started the podcast you went and started the movement
0: Thanks for joining us for the Recovering Fundamentalist podcast. Make sure to stay tuned at the end of the show to hear more about the RFP sponsors. Now here's your host for the Recovering Fundamentalist podcast, Nathan Cravat, J.C. Groves, and Brian Edwards. Hey
1: everybody, thanks for tuning in to the Recovering Fundamentalist. We're your hosts, Brian, Nathan, J.C., and uh, man, we are excited to be here with you tonight. And I just wanted to come on and say hello. And guys, we've kind of had a, a, a little bit of technical difficulty, not our doing, uh, but the normal platform that we were using has crashed. Nate, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So today,
2: AWS, which is an Amazon uh, online service, uh, ended up crashing. Disney Plus, Venmo wasn't working. Uh, Pro Presenter brian's tinder account went down today because it crashed so <laughs> all
1: kinds
0: all
2: that kinds so of wrong. systems were down <laughs> or was
1: it or was it grinder i'm kidding that's horrible right there oh man <laughs> we were supposed <laughs> to talk about homosexuality tonight Grinder you know is what is gay really,
0: you know what's really cool about this i don't even know i'm so glad i didn't know, right know that <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness i have no well, idea. we were
1: We were actually right in the middle of recording this week's episode. Um, We are in a series called Taboo Topics, and uh, we were going to be recording uh, the the next two weeks uh, talking about homosexuality and the program we use crashed again, and we just kind of all agree and feel like it it would be a good time just to hit pause for a second. December for pastors, this is an absolute crazy crazy month and uh you know we've been doing this almost every single week like clockwork except for that short sabbatical that we took and uh, we haven't missed a week boys in two years that's what's two years Isn't that like 730 days and you know we, we have done one almost every week uh so i think uh, we we are uh, we're gonna take a break for the month of december and rest and uh, i i hope we can get some rest I, i'm I think I'm just as busy in December than any other month of the year, y'all. It's busier. Yeah.
0: We have so much going on right now. It's insane. Um, Not to mention flying out to Chicago um, to serve a church family, flying back, everything else going on. I mean, it's just, it's a crazy, it's the most wonderful time of the year. And if you're in ministry, it's the busiest time of year.
1: Definitely, yeah,
2: we're we're extremely busy over here in South Carolina, and I love it. We're having a lot of fun, but ministry amps up at different times of the year. There are certain times of the year where it slows down a little bit, uh, in theory, but <laughs> it, it definitely ramps up around the holidays, and we wanna we wanna leverage that for for the kingdom of God all we can. Yeah, but there's another aspect of this is that it's not just uh, church ministry. We have our families yeah. that like we we celebrate Christmas. We love it. We pour our lives into it and into our families. And man, I've just honestly, I haven't said much to you guys about this, but I've been a little bit stressed out today. And the last three weeks, our listeners have noticed the quality of the podcast and we've been having technical issues. And maybe it's all related to this. Uh, Mm -hmm. what happened today. I've, I've said that this is Y2K finally happened. It was 21 (laughs) years late, but Y2K finally shut down the world with a, with an internet glitch. So yeah, whatever it was, I mean, I've been, I've been stressed out and it's frustrating not to be able to put out the absolute best uh, content and quality that we can, but this is a good opportunity for us just to say, Hey, let's hit the pause button, uh, come back in January and just, uh, be
1: refreshed and ready to go. And for those that will jump all over this, the RFP is not going away. Uh, Recovering Fundamentalist podcast is not taking a hiatus for good. Like we're just going to take a break because here's what you got to realize is what we've said a hundred times. If the podcast were to end tomorrow, Brian, Nathan, myself, we're going to continue to do what God has called us to do. We're all pastors. We're all husbands. We're all dads. That's our first ministry. And uh, the podcast is something that I look forward to every week. Uh, but we also want to do this with excellence and we want to be sure to put the best content and quality out. And, you know, we got to take our own advice at times and we got to press pause. We got to take a break and, you know, uh, just uh, get some rest and, and make sure the content is uh, being delivered good. And so we're going to pick this back up on uh, January the 5th. Uh, We'll be back, and we're going to continue on with Taboo Topics. Um, That that week we come back, we're talking about homosexuality. The next week we've got a guest on, a friend of mine. Her name is Carissa. Uh, Carissa was in the LGBTQ community for 13 years, uh, was going to a church in New York, bumped into Jesus on the subway in New York. He radically changed her life. I'm telling you all, her story is incredible. Carissa is fired up. She loves Jesus. And so we've got a lot to look forward to in January. Our 100th episode is coming in January, in February. Uh, we've got two years of being a podcast and our numbers are continuing to grow. And, you know, here, here's the other thing. Um, we, we don't make money off this. So we don't have anybody managing us and making us put content out. We do this because we love doing it. And so we can take a pause when we want to take a pause. <laughs> Amen.
0: Hey, and, and whether I'm back in January or not will depend on whether or not I can forgive you for that joke you made about me a few minutes ago. Man, that was brutal, JC. <laughs> You've made fun of my age. You've called me Papa. You've made fun of my jokes. You've all but called my mama ugly. And now, man, you, <laughs> like, dropped that hammer on me. Listen. That, you, that, you are
1: dark man your humor is dark listen brian th- this is just like growing up i got a cousin named david that one time he did something so bad and his my uncle brad was coming at him to give him the belt and he spanked me instead of david because he thought i was david nathan's the one that dropped the tinder joke on you i just said grinder after nathan did it it's like i've taken his spanking again <laughs> So
0: two wrongs don't make a right. We've been learning this since we were kids. You should have left him out on that island all by himself.
1: When the opportunity presents itself, it's too late to prepare. I saw the opportunity and jumped at it, man. (laughs) By the way,
0: have you ever noticed this is how it always works for Nathan? He's always got that smile. Always. He always seems so sweet, and he just, like, sneaks around with the knife, stabs That's you it. a couple of times in the back, and then just ducks back and grins, and here I and am getting gay. the blame for it.
2: <laughs> I've never stabbed anybody in the back. I like to slip my arm around their, their, their back and then slide yeah. it in the heart. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there whacking.
0: Uh. <laughs> You're uh, the I'm bull kidding. in the china shop.
1: <laughs> yeah, don't, don't, don't refer to me with anything bull, dog, china shop, whatever. Anyhow, um, <laughs> hey, one thing I am excited about that you got to go do during this break, Brian, Nathan, you've got to go see the chosen movie. I highly encourage you to go and watch that. I took all of our kids to the theater um, except for Little Red, and we went and watched this movie, and I'm telling y'all, boys, it it is incredible. Dallas Jenkins and that whole crew have done an incredible deal. Brian, you've never watched one second of The Chosen. I question your Christianity. Um, it is it is an incredible show, and this is a movie, so you could go to the movie house and watch this one.
0: Well, I, are the newsboys in it? <laughs> If God, they're not, not, be, God. not,
1: can it be a Christmas movie
0: if the newspapers oh. are not in
1: it? Yes, it can. And it is absolutely incredible. Listen, they put this movie. This is a TV show, Brian. You download the app. You can watch it on YouTube. Wow. But this one they wanted to put in theaters. This entertainment, Hollywood, whatever, they're only in 1,700 theaters across the country. Where, what is that? House of Gucci is in like almost 4,000 theaters. And the chosen is in 1700 theaters and they just for week number three are in number one, almost $9 million have come in. You know, I mean, That's tell me awesome. that ain't incredible. And it is boy. Now listen, the first hour, hour and 15 minutes of it is music. I felt like I was at a concert. It was good music. Brandon Lake, Phil Wickham. Uh, there's an incredible family, uh, the bottoms or something like that. Maverick city music, like it's great music, but then the last 25, 30 minutes, they really take, the Christmas story to a level that I I've never like imagined it. I mean, you could almost smell the manure in the stable where Jesus was born. Like it, it was just an incredible Incredible experience. I sat there and bawled like a baby tink. My daughter looked at me while eating popcorn going, Dad, why are you crying? I was like, oh, my goodness. I feel like Nathan Cravat. What is happening right now? <laughs> it means you have I a heart. I love it, man. Nathan cries at Hallmark movies. I cry at Jesus movies. No, That's what I don't. I love <laughs> Jesus.
0: You know what this proves, don't you? What's Christmas that? can grow the heart of the Grinch and JC. Oh, my goodness. That's pretty oh. powerful. Hey, I do Boys. have a biblical question to ask you guys. What? I know this is not an episode. I know this is just brief, and we're just coming on here to tell everybody that we all of our equipment or our platform malfunctioned. But I've never asked either one of you this. What is your favorite part of the Christmas story in Luke chapter 2? Like, what is the part of the Christmas story that just grips your heart every time you read through Luke chapter 2 or you preach from Luke chapter 2? It just grips you.
2: I would have to say just immediately, just the scene of mary joseph making the trip and arriving and looking for a place to have this baby i just sense the urgency in that where where they're desperate i mean just absolutely desperate all three of us have made multiple car rides to the hospital worried for our wife and worried for the baby i cannot imagine what they went through and and god provided for them but it wasn't how they wanted, it wasn't how they expected, but God provided for them and it was all a part of his plan. And it just, that always amazes me and being being reminded of God's plan and, and God's sovereignty in the Christmas story. And yeah. you know, I've already started my Christmas
1: series for my students and I am loving it, I love Christmas. I think my favorite part, Nate, is along those lines of, you know, he, he didn't just come to get us, he gets us and I love that fact that he chose a teenage girl you know to that that didn't have anything spectacular about her Uh, but he chose her can you imagine having that conversation with Joseph like I mean they're down at Chili's having bottomless chips and you know hey Joe I'm pregnant I'm just kidding they didn't go to Chili's in that day but can you imagine I mean that's like drama that's more drama than a Kardashians episode like this is crazy what's going on here and yet Joseph I, I love the fact that God chose Joseph, the earthly stepfather of his son, to be somebody that's full of grace and mercy. Like, I mean, it's just such an incredible resemblance, but that it's a donkey, It's a stable, It's a teenage girl. it's a it's a great stepfather. That knows the Torah, that knows that he's got the written word and the spoken word that's lining up like God's all in this, and it just shows that God gets us. You know, is it Hebrews that says we have not a high priest that cannot be touched by the feelings of our infer-. like He gets us. He knows our pain. He knows our hurt. He He knows the what we're going through, and just seeing that over and over again that that it's not some great grander King that comes in power and majesty. He came in the most vulnerable of states, like a baby. We all know what those are. They sleep, they eat, they poop, they throw up. Like it is like they, they have no security without the protection of the parents. And I just, I think it's just incredible to know that he he doesn't just come to get us. He gets us. He knows our pain. He knows what we go through and he's, we can trust him. That that's, that's what it means to me.
0: Man, that's really good. You know, the part of the Christmas story that really gripped my heart uh, about a year ago I love the shepherds and the Mm -hmm. idea that, you know, they're out in the field. They're just, they're separated from society. They weren't even trusted by society. No one took the word of a shepherd. They weren't allowed to be a part of court proceedings or anything because they were automatically assumed to be thieves and liars. And they're out there keeping watch over their flocks by night. By the way, they're tirelessly watching their sheep without even being aware that God was watching over them. Mm, That's good. Mm and and for a long time you know i kind of questioned why did the announcement come to a group of shepherds out in the fields keeping watch over their flocks by night and then for the first time ever i think last year i just got it i was i know you guys have had that moment when you're studying the bible and all at once you're crying and you're kind of you're by yourself but you're up on your feet just yes you know you're so
1: excited that's every episode of the chosen by the way go ahead <laughs> uh i'll take your word for it
0: um but i i just saw the shepherds for who they were and i realized the greatest news that the world had ever heard for unto you is born this day in the city of david a savior who is christ the lord and when i read that and i looked at the shepherds and they were kind of in in view i realized that the gospel has always been for the dirty dirty who yeah. are out in the dark yeah. in need of a savior
1: it's good that's
0: who the shepherds were god's message of a savior was for the dirty mm. out in the dark in need of a savior and all of these years later post the crucifixion and the resurrection of jesus christ the message of the gospel is still for the dirty who are yeah. out in the dark in need of a savior that kind of changed my view of Christmas
1: forever. Amen. I, I think now more than ever, you know, we 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 need God to show up in tangible ways for us. And I think now more than ever, we need Emmanuel, God with us, to show up for those that are dirty, that are out in the dark, um, for those that have had a relationship with him. And I love that he's near. Um, I was reading today, Brian, you, you made me think of this, but I was reading about Elijah when he was in the cave. I mean, he saw God do some incredible, tangible things for him. But then got passed in front of him. He wasn't in the wind, he wasn't in the fire, he wasn't in the earthquake, he was in the whisper. And why did he whisper? And it hit me today, he whispered because he was close. He whispered because he was near, you know? And I think in the midst of all the turmoil, in the midst of all these variants and omnivariants and Delta variants and whatever, in the midst of COVID in the midst of vaccines, in the mix of turmoil and anxiety and depression and stress and frustration and burnout and suicide and so many things, God's near. He's close. And, you know, Little Red came in the other night when it was raining and uh, storming really bad. And she jumped up on my chest. She about crushed me because she's huge. Um, But she laid down (laughs) on my chest. Little Red, she's a big old husky kid like I was. And she laid down on my chest and she said, I'm scared. And I just cuddled her. And i said it's gonna be okay i just whispered you're all right and she fell asleep why because she was near and i think sometimes what we need to do is we we look for him in the spectacular where we just need to hear him in the whisper because he's close and uh yeah man it's good we need we need to take a dag i'm offering boys we're (laughs) we're getting it all out tonight (laughs) because we're gonna be holding in until january so well i'm excited to be back with y'all guys merry christmas If we don't see you again if if we're not back till january we won't see y'all till till christmas you traveling a lot you got big christmas plans we've
2: got some traveling plans and we've got some people coming in i'm excited about seeing my son and his girlfriend and got a lot of good things going on seeing family but uh just just excited to to slow down and enjoy all that this season is so yeah. Merry Christmas to everybody out there. And I do want to say that we reserve the right to post a few things. We may, on, on Wednesday, something may be posted up. I know sermons aren't podcasts, but we 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 have a slot. We may fill that time slot with something. Never we'll know. see what happens.
0: Yeah, and I think for Christmas this year, um, I just want to say I'm grateful to have my parents mm-hmm. stick with us. You know, I know a lot of Amen. our listeners, they won't have their parents this year because of yeah. COVID. And I never talk about this, but, you know, my mom's health for the last few years has been really bad. She had um, an aneurysm, two brain surgeries. She's had multiple strokes. And even recently, she had some additional strokes that kind of really set her back. And then she had COVID. And then my dad had COVID. And they're both, you know, now 70 plus. And God brought them through that. Mm -hmm. And um, today I was talking to him and I just said, I want you to know how grateful I am to God that we can still have these conversations. And so, yeah. you know, I just want to go into this Christmas season, thankful for Jesus, thankful for the people around me and, um, and mindful of the people this year, Christmas will be painful for them. yeah. And I want us to make sure that we care about them as well. And that we don't get so caught up in the festivities that we can't, you know, Galatians six bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ.
1: Yep. I've taken some vacation days. I've saved quite a few for December. I'm excited just to get around and be with the kids. You know, it it dawned on me today we're the oldest we've ever been, but the youngest we'll ever be. Mm. That'll make you think right there. And, and, you know, my kids are getting older and, you know, I'm like, man, we're Caden. If they leave when they're 18, you know, we've only got a few more with them. And so we're just kind of cherishing every moment we can. We're doing some traveling, going up Chattanooga after Christmas Eve, and then we're heading out to Dallas for my wife's family. We're going to be out there with them, and we're actually going to get to meet up with some RFP fam out in Dallas on the 31st of January. Uh, I know that there's a a group of folks out there in the Dallas area that's going to be meeting up, and uh, the RFP fam is still wide open, uh, so you can keep checking there on Facebook and we'll put some stuff about that meetup and other things, but we're just going to enjoy a nice little break. Um, and, uh, it's well-deserved fellas. You two have done a great job.
0: Thank you. (laughs) And we're going to thank God
1: for using technology to bump us in this direction. That's it. We're going to, we're going to practice what we preach and take a break and pause and breathe and rest and eat. Um, so hey amen <laughs> threw that in there well hey from all of us here at the recovering fundamentalist podcast while you're doing your christmas shopping go check out our sponsors Lootbox box creative and free life soap we need to give them an incredible plug you can get all of your stocking stuffers your gifts it's free life soap check them out today by going to RecoveringFundamentalist.org. click on the free life soap tab use the promo code rfp and get 20 off of your order guys i love you it's been a great Great run. It's
2: been awesome. Hey, happy birthday, Dale Franklin, RFP fam. Go Seminoles. He's a
1: Clemson fan, but whatever. I love you, Dale. (laughs) That's it. Boys, I'll see your faces in 2022. Hey, Merry Christmas. Be sweet.